Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Welcome in. It's a nice day. It's a beautiful day outside. Mm-hmm. It's pretty nice in here, too, Lawrence. The air conditioning is blowing yeah, you freely. Know. We got some good air. Nice, nice and cool. Nice and cool. Very, very nice. Hey, smash that like button for us if you're in our YouTube page. Make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube as well. That's youtube.com slash chgo sports. If you're a podcast listener, make sure you are subscribed or following us there as well. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and become a diehard at allchgo.com. More on that later. (laughs) Yes. Nice tease. Now that is the best tease. Nice tease. I believe they call that I gotta stick to the script, gang. That's right. <laughs> Almost as good of a tease as what Mario's drinking today. Wow. <laughs> it's a tease. tease. Oh, it's tea? Ah, yes. Thank tease. You. They make Thank good teas. Mm, yes. nice. It is tea. I like this. Yeah. It took a second. Tea. <laughs> it took a second to compute. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of that, should we start the show with Andrew Shaw? Yep, let's start. Sure, let's waste 180 little, seconds on this meeting. Yeah, around. so, you know, uh us being the woke boys, as we, as we are often criticized of being, um, what's, our, what's our boy band name? The Soy Boys. Soy Boys, yeah. yeah. Um, Soy Boys, yep. Soy former Blackhawk Andrew Shaw, who, uh, if you remember correctly, was not a member of the 2010 Blackhawks, had some strong thoughts about Kyle Beach. Um, was on the uh, very sophisticated, very entertaining Raw Knuckles podcast. Are they raw because they're dragging on the ground? Uh, I think now it is, but first it was from punching helmets. Yeah. yeah. So that was the, the idea. Um, I'm not going to read the whole thing. The gist of Ky- what Ky- what uh, Andrew Shaw had to say about Kyle Beach was basically management should have handled it. Players and coaches and GMs should be focused on the playoffs during playoff time and be allowed to focus on those things at that time, which I agree with. He's not wrong there. Then Andrew Shaw went on to say... I have nothing bad to say about Kyle, but it's a shame that something like this had to go that far when it could have been nipped in the butt pretty quick from upper management from HR. It should have had nothing to do with the players and the coaching staff or the GM in that time. You leave that meeting thinking, all right, they're taking care of it. My job is to coach a team. That's what I'm here to do. HR and upper management can deal with that. Obviously, it sucks, but... As a 20-year-old, I would never have put myself in that situation that Kyle was in. I can say that, but obviously I don't know what was going on with Kyle or anything going on in his head, but he put himself in a bad situation. Make no mistake, 
Blackhawks and hockey fans, Kyle Beach did nothing wrong. Kyle Beach was 100% a victim. He did not put himself in a bad situation. If you review the situation, as we've all done dozens of times, because it's part of our job, he was misled into a situation, and he was assaulted. So to say Kyle Beach put himself in a bad spot is shameful. It is wrong. I'm going to assume it's uneducated. I don't think that Andrew Shaw nor many of his Blackhawks teammates sat down and read the entire report and figured out exactly what happened. They're probably just going by rumor and innuendo and those sort of things. Yeah, Uh, That is victim blaming 100% and it's shameful. And that's it. I mean, it's just another one to cross off the list of, okay. Yeah. We talked about him yesterday when we talked about maybe doing like a Hawks fan fest or convention. Yeah. That was one of the names we said. Well, and what's even more of a of a shame from what Shaw is saying is that, you know, he was roommates with Kyle Beach when Shaw started his career in Rockford and how Kyle Beach helped him, you know, pay yep. for his groceries, pay for his rent. Like, you know, it was it would you know, you, you'd think he'd um, maybe have a bit more compassion for a guy who was a teammate and a roommate and a friend like, I don't know, a bit more understanding it uh yeah it's 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 horrible and i i i feel like and we were you know we talked about it before the show on our ways in um i i bared the brunt of listening to most of that podcast and um and thank you for it i don't think i for the team today it's, it's not one that i'll go back to uh but i mean he had he had some things to say about you know the the organization and about the NHL as a whole, uh, about, you know, we're, we're next, not next week. Yes, next week begins Pride Month. He had some things about, uh, you know, the LGBTQ plus uh, community and what the NHL does to push that agenda on kids. It sounded like a guy who's watched enough Fox News to hit the talking points. So, yeah, I mean, if it, honestly, uh, if the Blackhawks never trotted out Andrew Shaw uh, again, um, I wouldn't mind it. It's just, it's it's not, uh, I don't know. Um, it's, it, we, it, we can be done with him. Yeah, listen, what he said, uh, not shocking, not disappointing, because he's had a history of being an idiot. Yep, and Suspen- saying horrible things. Suspended for a playoff game for using homophobic slurs, and apparently no lessons were learned, nothing has changed much. Uh, I stopped caring what Andrew Shaw had to say about anything around that time. So, you know, bad take. It's amazing how, like, would he have said that exact same thing the day that the report came out? Probably not. So it's, it's like, as we move on from further from the events, people all of a sudden can get a little more hot takey and a little more awful with their opinions. But they, they wouldn't say that right. when well, all that news broke. What, so. what led into the conversation was yeah. uh, Chris Nyland was, said that Joel Quinville got, quote, effed by the NHL for not being allowed to coach. It, and the Quinville conversation is what began the conversation. Half of that podcast episode was fawning over Joel Quinville. The other half was talking about uh, concussions and all the effects and all the symptoms and all that. And in pretty much how the three guys on that particular episode never learned from them. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the, the, the leading question basically being, oh, it's such a shame that Joel Quenville got wrapped up in that. It's like he had a part in it. 
So, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it sucks to hear it because it's another player from that era that, you know, for a long time, a lot of people had, uh, still have, still hold on to great memories with. And I don't know, it's, I, it's, it's just kind of one by one. They, they keep kind of falling off this pedestal yeah. and, and maybe we're wrong for putting them on there in the first place. Cause Probably. they're just humans. They're just athletes. But, um, yeah, it's, it's tough. So. Yeah. It's, uh, we can move on from this topic. I think we've given this guy enough of our precious airtime, but you know, I'd say Andrew Shaw should stick to talking about hockey, but as he proved in his short stint with NBC sports, he's not very good at that either. So, you know, let's just move on. It is what it is. And, you know, people are right, can, can express their opinions no matter how bad they are. Yeah. He's, he has that right to say whatever he wants. Yep. And, he's, and, and, and he, he said it, and he can own it. And I'm sure there's tons of people defending what he said because they agree with him. And then there's, you know, we don't agree with it, but he can say what he wants. And as I've said a million times, and I'm going to say a million times before this is all said and done, I love the sport, but I hate the culture. That's right. And Christian says this stuff is going to follow the Blackhawks for years. That is true. It is. Yep. yep. This will not go away for them, nor should it. And we don't like doing this. When this came out before the show, I was like, come on. Can we just talk about the playoffs? So guess what we're going to do right now? Talk about the playoffs. Let's talk about the playoffs. Because right. nothing controversial or no shitheadedness was going on at all last night. <laughs> should we start there? Pudwhacked him. With, with Jamie Benton, sure. who's like, oh, I did. It reminds me of uh, is it uh, Happy Gilmore, where he's like, I I didn't break the bottle. I was just looking for it. There's Mm -hmm. some of it there, and some of it there. Yeah. Like, what are you talking? He said he fell on his stick. If you missed it, Jamie Ben gets thrown out of the game in the first period for cross-checking Mark Stone in the head while he's on the ice. I mean, full follow-through, head and neck. Yeah. Yeah. And it, (laughs) it's he. He's he's falling over onto Mark Stone purposefully. Like, you can see him, well, he gears you know, up he gri- you know, grip his stick in the, in the you know, the push-up position um, and and go down, tart, you know, see where he's aiming, hit him right in the neck and in, in the head area. Uh, for him to say that, you know, I, I wish I wouldn't have fallen on him and used my stick as a landing point, it's like, Jesus, the like try harder, lie lie harder if you're going to do that. Like that's not even, you're not even trying. Oh, I, I slipped and fell, and sorry, my stick landed right in his throat. Like, come on. Like Frank, Frank Saravalli had the best quote about. It. He quote tweeted that quote about. I wish yeah. I didn't fall. And he said, "Damn, I wish this fork would stop making me fat." <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it is. And yeah. what an absolute embarrassment. For the Dallas Stars last night. Look. Top to bottom. You're going to lose. Right? And they had high expectations. I picked them to win the division, to win the conference final. Uh, I'm not alone. Like, they've fallen well short. And they've not played horribly. They're just not winning. Yeah, but they to put on a show. Overtime and, but my God. What they did last night. Was, and that's your captain. Right as the game begins. Getting tossed out. You're down three nothing before you can even take a commercial timeout, basically. Right. And and the game's over. Your fans are throwing stuff on the ice. Absolutely embarrassing. And then I was rooting want, for the stars. I'm not anymore. Then he wanted. Then he didn't face the media after the game. He no. waited to this morning. 
coward. Absolute coward. Yeah. The C on his jersey stands for coward. Yeah, it's that's it's, that's a move. Uh, after this season, I'm looking for somebody else to to be my team captain. Mm-hmm. I'm moving on, because you're down one nothing immediately, and then that play happens. You're on home ice, down two nothing in a series. Yep. You could easily be up two nothing. Both of those games went to overtime. Yep. They had a chance to win both of those games. It could, at the very least, be 1-1. And then you do that, you get kicked out as a captain two minutes into the game, and then all hell, they scored once on the on the five-minute major power play, and then they scored quickly again after that. Mm-hmm. You know, Max Domi had a boneheaded moment, you know, later. You know, the, the got ma- fine, too. Yeah, 5000 bucks. I mean, it, that, that kind of stuff is, I get, you know, frustration at the end of a game, but you know what? Beat them on the scoreboard. You don't need to do that nonsense. It's just, it's not a good look, and it's a guy like Domi that those are the plays that, like, last July when the Hawks signed, we were all kind of yeah. like, eh. And we didn't see a whole lot of that while he was here. He did get the two misconduct. Most of his penalty minutes came in those two plays where he was defending Patrick Kane. Right, yeah. Other than that, there wasn't much there. But that stuff last night, there's no excuse for that either with him and Nick Haig. I love how Nick Haig got a two-minute penalty out of Yeah, what was that? For smiling. Two minutes for smiling. Get in the box. You're not allowed to smile. (laughs) Like, that was nonsense. How dare you let him hit you in the head with with his stick? Yeah, yeah, but the Stars, just weak the fans garbage you know like the, i don't like you everybody knows i don't like vegas but at this point i'm like good get 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 these guys yeah. out of here <laughs> like i'm not rooting for vegas beyond beyond this round but go into dallas and end their season tomorrow night do it just yeah, go for put it put them out of their misery. Their misery they obviously have they, they'd rather just embarrass themselves than actually try and win a hockey game it was just so weird you've been in every damn game mm-hmm. you're at home you get down early okay you don't have a freaking meltdown in game three. What are you doing? It just, it just absolutely like if you're on the If it's game seven and you're down five nothing in the third and all your emotions come to a head, not fine, but I get it. Right. You're still in the game. You're still, still in, in the series. series. Yeah. And you're what, – what an absolute jagweed. I, seriously. And then Dallas Stars president and CEO Brad Alberts issues a statement today on social media. On behalf of the Dallas Stars organization, I'd like to apologize to the Vegas Golden Knights and the NHL for the actions of a few of our spectators at last night's game. Their actions were unacceptable and put the safety of the players and fans at risk. We take pride in providing the best experience for everyone who enters our arena. The actions of these individuals certainly do not reflect our great city, organization, and loyal fan base. It reflects their captain, no? Yeah, you should <laughs> apologize for your freaking team. Yeah. That, I mean, that is, like, I was, you know, as you do on social media during any major news event, and I felt like in the hockey world that was one, even Stars fans were like, this is ridiculous. What is going Like, there was, I saw very few people defending Ben or Domi or the right. fan behavior. Like, there, there was no defending it. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 rough and and i think you know it's you come in it's your first first game at home you're you've lost two tough overtime games it's an opportunity to respond and like you said like by the first commercial break you've got jamie ben in the locker room you've got jake ottinger in the locker room you've lost Evgeny dodonov and you're down three nothing like at, at what point do you <laughs> you know, there, there's a point where you just kind of have to be like, hey, we need to, like, get our heads on straight and, and try and, and, and fight back into the game. And it just it just wasn't working. And, and um, you know, it's just I understand all the, you know, the frustrations coming out 
and and not having you know that you know not having the the example of leadership there with with Ben doing what he did but just man like it's just it just all came came unraveling last night in Dallas and and I don't see a way that they come back in this series um Jake Ottinger pulled I think this is now the third time he's been pulled in this postseason if you'd have told me that the Dallas Stars would be in the Western Conference final but Jake Ottinger had been pulled three times I'd be like cool who's their backup because they're probably carrying them right now right it's it's such a weird uh, spot for these stars to be in and yeah it's just ve- like hats off to Vegas like they have absolutely come ready to play uh, and and a guy like Jack Eichel like at this point in his career like it's kind of like his fi- finally like coming to fruition yep. you know all the all the expectations the hype you know didn't work pan out in Buffalo he comes to Vegas and man like he has been uh, he's he's been living up to the the billing that came with being picked right behind Connor McDavid, and he's going to get to a Stanley Cup final before Connor McDavid did. I don't he's think won more, he's won more conference final games than McDavid yeah, has already. Well, it was a low bar to cross. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> but uh, that I don't think anybody would have predicted that as as early as a month ago that Jack Eichel would get to a, yeah. a Stanley Cup final, and Connor certainly weren't predicting that. You know, for the last eight years, right? Uh, you know, and. And, you know, Eichel is a is a really good player. I like watching him play hockey. There's some of the other stuff that I kind of roll my eyes at, and you know. But hey, maybe you know you get a little maturity there. You you become a little more of a leader. Um, but yeah, that game last night it was over the second Ben pulled that nonsense. Yeah, and as well as it should be, it all fell apart. It all unraveled, and uh, they got what they deserve. And and they're gonna be sent home early. And you know, one of the <laughs> I saw a quote last night when uh, Ben hid in the locker room and wouldn't come out and face the media. Um, somebody said, uh, you know, it, 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 I'm not going to explain this joke, but those of you who know, know, you can Google it later. But somebody, I forget who it was, but somebody said, Jamie Ben not opening his mouth should not be a surprise to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> if you get the uh, Twitter jokes. Uh, Google that one. I'm not going to explain yeah. it. It's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. It's a family show. but uh, It's a family it's, show. It's a good joke. It sure is. Yeah. And I think um, <laughs> your point's correctly. We should not just focus on Dallas because Vegas has been great. Yeah, there's a reason and they they fell like, apart. Yeah, I feel like that. the I feel like the stars uh, meltdown has taken away from what da- what Vegas is doing. And you know that game starts. We get to see the uh, part of the pregame ceremony. We see the anthem on TV. The Dallas fans are into it. They're they're in a minute eleven in. Jonathan Marshall scores, and it's like a funeral in there so, like yeah. that. Instantly. Instant the, the then, air right out of the building. And then Ben does his thing, and it's over. Mm-hmm. You had 58 minutes to get back one goal, and you and you that's the route you take. It's it's and for ridiculous. those that missed it, when Ben did that, it wasn't one nothing. I mean, it was one nothing. It yeah. wasn't two nothing, three nothing, four nothing. It was one nothing. It was a minute mm-hmm. 53 into the game. Yeah, it was seconds after Vegas scored the first goal. What are you doing? Well, I, and I, I think one thing that probably led to Ben doing what he did was, oh, well, let me try and take a cheap shot on Mark Stone, who we know is, uh, you know, wounded out there, basically. And it's, it's, it's something that each, each series that Vegas has been in, he has been a target, and he's had a rough ride throughout the playoffs. So it probably was, oh, let me try and take a cheap shot on, on, on Stone, and try and take him out of this game when Jamie Ben then decided, well, that'll take me out of the game then too. So 
uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 not. It, there, it wasn't a point in the game where you know the wheels had completely fallen off, but you needed a an opportunity to respond. And Vegas just, you know, they they were ready to play. They stepped up right out of the gate, and Dallas just couldn't couldn't respond. Then they're digging themselves out of a hole two minutes into the game, and yeah, it's it, Vegas is a tough team to have to try and you know, come back from, you know. Two nothing, three nothing, four not like it's it's not an easy team to do that against. No, and, and good for them. What they've been able to do with their goaltending situation this year has been remarkable. Yeah. Um, Aiden Hill shut out. Aiden Hill, yeah, he's, it was good, just who, so solid. Aiden Laurent, Laurent Brassant before he got hurt mm-hmm. was fantastic, really and that well. was a guy that couldn't couldn't make it in Winnipeg or Edmonton. Edmonton has been starred for a goalie forever, and he couldn't secure the spot there. And uh, you know, and that's all after you know. Robin Leonard was supposed to be the guy. Yep. Yeah. And then he missed the whole season with his hip injuries. So then they get Logan Thompson wins the job as a rookie, as an all-star, was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And he gets hurt. And now you're down to your fourth-string goalie, essentially, yeah. in Aiden Hill. Uh, were they getting him from the Sharks? Was that a Sharks? Or was Aiden Hill, he was – He was. I know he was with Coyotes. I don't know if that was his I think last they, stop. I think there was a stop in the Sharks in between. Might have been. Um, they basically got him for nothing. Um, yeah. So, you know, great move there. Goaltending depth, you got to have it. You well, know, and Jonathan Quick's waiting in case I was going to say, Hill yeah. Up, so <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, I got Jonathan Quick. Future Hall of Famer <laughs> Jonathan him. Quick as your fourth string goalie. Um, that's goaltending depth. Um, he did have one year with the Sharks before this year. Yeah. Okay. So they got him from the Sharks. I believe it was a draft night trade. They swapped some dudes. Nice. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, good for Vegas. I mean, I'm not a fan, but. I'm not a fan of different things, but this team is a good and, and how about Bruce Cassidy? Yeah, does nothing wrong in Boston, gets fired because they yeah. have to make a change. Has to listen and watch his former team set all these records in the regular season, and he's going to get to the Stanley Cup final, and it's not going to be his former team yeah. waiting for him on the other uh-huh. side. His team got sent packing early because they thought the series was over when they were up three-one. So, <laughs> uh, I'm sure he's getting a little more enjoyment out of that uh he's probably calling some people back in boston go hey did you see did you see my game last night yeah Yeah. well look i mean like the coaching is such a huge thing and it's it's uh vegas is just going about their business while the other team is a team or teams are on them unraveled they just go about their thing yeah they play their game and they walk away with a win like it's just it was a very business-like Win in a night where it very could it could have gotten out of hand early. Yeah. Vegas could have engaged that nonsense and just created chaos for the entire game. And they're like, no, we're just going to sit here and let you beat yourselves. Yeah, and it's it's speaks to their you know savvy to be able to be like, we know we have them on their heels. There's no need to to you know take the bait basically yep. and 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 you know just keep beating them on the ice. They're shooting them in the foot themselves in the foot no way to get in the way no reason to get in the way of those bullets no not at all yes lawrence i just like that comment like if they if, if they win the, cup, win the how cup how many goalies how many goalies will be on, will be on it <laughs> that's a good question it'll yeah, need a whole column it'll be, it'll be, yeah, three. Right, exactly. it'll be hill they'll have to, they'll have to add Osla, a new layer thompson and maybe they book anybody else i don't know because you have to either you either have to suit up for half the playoffs half the regular season or a game in the cup final right so, yeah. right, let's see. see. They're maybe, gonna have to put a new layer on the cup. Maybe, maybe <laughs> if there's a blowout in the Stanley Cup final game, you put Jonathan Quick in the in the yeah in the right third period. Get him on the get his name on let, there. Let him get his name on the cup again. 
Thompson, Brossois, Hill, Quick are the ones they have listed. Uh, Leonard, no. No. Goalies in the system. Uh, Jesper Vickman. Put him Isaiah Saville. <laughs> He's on. And Yuri sure. Patera. Did Patera play any games for them this year? I have no idea. Is he related to Ken Patera? Former he was WWE. a singer for Pantera, actually. Pantera. Uh, <laughs> yes. And he got racist, too. Or revealed his racism, I guess. Uh, he played two games for them this year, so no. Put him on. Be on I petition. Sure. Put every goalie on. Like, put Maury Bannerman on, too. Put them all. Sure. Put every goalie they ever played. Put them on the cup. Why not? <laughs> even if they, yeah. yeah. Even, even if they never played for Vegas. Put Marc-Andre Fleury on there. <laughs> sure. Yeah. They owe him. Oh, Lord. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I mean, Vegas, they're one win away from uh, the second Stanley Cup final appearance in franchise history in, was that, six years? 17, 18, yeah. 19, 20, 21. Yeah, six years. I mean, this is their fourth tr- fourth trip to the conference final or I think third? So, I think so, yeah. I mean, they've had some amazing success, and it's kind of fun that that it's a lot of the guys that were the, were the difference makers when they went to the cup final in 2018 still, still doing up. the heavy lifting. Jonathan Marshall has been amazing. William Carlson, who has been a major disappointment since signing that, that contract, mm-hmm. uh, has been great. In this play, in this series in particular, yeah. Riley Smith is still doing his his thing. Like it's a lot of these guys that were there Shea scoring Theodore goals. Too, right? Theodore, yeah. um, a lot of guys that were were scoring big goals in 2018 are scoring big goals again. And then you throw in the Mark Stones and the Petrangelos and the Jack Eichels. Mm-hmm. They've got a really deep team. This is what they've been building towards. You know, last year was a anomaly when they didn't make the playoffs. They dealt with a ton of injuries. Yeah. Um, this year. And listen, I think it doesn't take a, 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 a hockey ops genius to figure out they better win it this year because that yeah. window is starting to the, come down the, pretty yeah. quickly. You got a lot of guys making a lot of money that are on the wrong side of 30. This is your chance. Yeah, the, this the, is it. The twigs propping up the window are starting to bend. Exactly. Not Jamie Ben, but bend. Um, <laughs> now is your chance. Go yeah. out and do it because with that group, Getting older, getting more injured. You know, Mark Stone. Who knows how much he's injuries. got left. Hockey yeah. players with severe back injuries is usually not a good thing. No. And he's uh, got three years left at nine and a half. Lots of older guys on big contracts. Do it now. This is your chance. If you win the cup this year, nobody's going to care about the last year of that Petrangelo deal, the last year of that Stone right. deal. No one's going to care. Just like nobody really cared all that much about some of those Blackhawk contracts after those cups it was like yeah that's what you it's what you do cost of doing business you know, you yeah, yeah we, we complain about the the seabrook contract even though that was after the cups and all that stuff but you know what i i'd sign that seabrook deal again tomorrow if i meant three three cups yeah so you, you deal with it this is their chance now or never vegas get it done or you know it, it might not be there again for you Yep, that, and they're going seems like they're going chance. into salary cap hell and you can yeah. take salary cap hell if you've got a Stanley Cup in your trophy case. Because they got a lot of guys coming up. Uh, Marcheseau's a free agent this summer. Uh, you know, we were talking. I said it kind of jokingly, sarcastically, but the more I looked at it, maybe it makes sense. When William Carlson scored a goal, I think it was in game one or two of the series, I said, William Car- Carlson's making some final memories in Vegas before he's traded to the Blackhawks in a salary cap don't move this summer <laughs> and I put in parentheses I'm being sarcastic I'm not starting a rumor but then I thought about it I go that actually might kind of sort of make sense he's 30 I can't believe he's 30 he looks so young three years left after this one at 5.9 
I mean, that's a guy that you got to hit the salary cap floor, and when that contract expires, you don't really need him anymore. Yeah. I just wonder about Depending the, on what they sweeten the pot with. It. We were talking yesterday about the free agent projections and, like, the sameness of the forwards is becoming an issue where you've got Bedard and Reichel and soon-to-be Nazar. You're pretty slim down the middle. William Carlson doesn't really fix that problem. Now, Nazar's not here yet. Um, they might want to look to add some beef, but you could do that on the wings, too. Beef. Mm-hmm. I like William Carlson. Beef I've always wings. liked him. I just wonder where... You know, I, I don't know. I, I'm... I'm ready to pretty much say Reichel's a wing. I don't know. Like I, he just I, doesn't I look the part it, of the center to me. Need to see it uh, in see, the yeah. NHL consistently. We haven't seen it enough to really be. Yeah. He can do it in the AHL. Give him it's, twenty games and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, had to bet on it though. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. If I was a betting man, I would say I, yeah, he eventually I, is a winger. But I'd say he'd probably have a more f- uh, a bigger impact as a wing offensively even though he's he's not a defensive liability but offensively i think he'd be easier to unlock as a wing yeah yeah i would uh yeah he's um i would say yes he will be eventually a wing but this is the season to find out if he can play center yeah well let's see it i was hoping they would do it at the end of last year but i i understand why not you know you don't want to throw him into the fire but uh, this is kind of the the, his last shot but i'm sure (laughs) maybe deep down he's like no, please don't move me to winger. <laughs> I would really hate to play with Connor Bedard for the rest of my career. Play that would be terrible. Please. No, really. I want to be a center. <laughs> oh, I go look at that. Another lost faceoff. Oh, look at that. I lost another I one. just can't oh, seem oh, to figure man. this center thing oh, out. Oh, I'm getting pushed out of the crease. Oh, man. I just. <laughs> I got to skate all the way back, too? Oh, geez. This is just not for me. <laughs> we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Let's just get to the damn season. My God. No. I, I, just these. like you would uh, take the Seabrook contract again to keep the three cups, I would say I would cancel summer to get to the hockey season. I'm okay with that. Whoa. Let's go. Summer's yeah. not my favorite season. I don't know. I like summer. Too hot. I sweat too much. Too much swass. I mean, we still have to go to Nashville and. Well, it's all right. Fast forward after that, Nashville. See then them get, get right to season. yeah. See them get Connor Bedard, yes. but then after that, yeah. Since we're not getting any on ice development camp. Yeah, I'll, Just go I'll, right to training I'll camp. skip July and August. I'm cool with yeah. that. <laughs> well, since the uh, Dallas Stars are about to hit the links, do our they friends are. at Pins and Aces have anything uh, green or black that they can... Uh, Brown for pooping in your pants? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> any, sure uh, they, any I, believe, I believe Pins and Aces does have some pants that come in brown colors to... Uh, uh, to conceal those full diapers in Dallas. Uh, yeah, hey, Pins and Aces, they of the great golf apparel, they are the official golf apparel partner of us here at CHGO and of the All City Network. Of course, they're also the presenting sponsor of the Big Drive Energy Golf Podcast on the All City Network, and they have tremendous gear that will make you look good out there on the golf course, even if you're not playing so good. They got amazing polos, hats, accessories, golf bags, uh, pants, ball markers, gloves, uh, golf shirts, golf hoodies. I got the lightweight hoodie. Probably get use of that uh, this weekend. I'm going to go golf with my buddy Nate, who everyone thinks is my brother, but he's not. Yeah, that's your brother. Um, They just haven't told you yet. Yeah. You ever (laughs) see Dirty Work? No. Go home and watch it. Okay. (laughs) I'll go home and watch it and then try and realize the connection. Yep. Anyways, uh, <laughs> pins and aces, uh, of course, cannot forget 
the beer slash beef sleeve, the product that allows you to store seven beers or four Italian beefs right inside your golf bag and keep those drinks cold and the beefs warm for the entire round. Go to pinsandaces.com. When you do, use the promo code CHGO. When you do that, you're going to get 15% off of your first order and you're going to get free shipping. Again, that's pinsandaces.com with the promo code CHGO. Speaking about cool things you can wear, our friends at FOCO have tons of cool things you can wear. They will get you fitted out in the best sports gear around. They have hoodies, shoes, sign, bobbleheads, and everything in between. And it's spring, and that means baseball season, so they also have Aloha shirts, straw hats, polos, bags, everything you need for a game. Maybe some banana hammocks. I know they got Crocs. There you go. Anything you want that has your favorite team logo on it, you can get it over at FOCO. And if you're not in the market for new clothes, but you want to get some stuff for your office or your, your man cave at home, some of these great set decorations behind us and in front of us were provided by FOCO. They have uh, anything have you can need. What's that? Is that Bedard sweater? That's not, that's okay, not a FOCO no. product. That's not from FOCO. Um, sorry. That was uh, from a guy. Uh, we, we got a guy. We got a guy. No, we, got we got a Bedard guy. Um, <laughs> but not from FOCO. But maybe eventually they'll have some Bedard stuff in stock when it can officially be I'm sure when manufactured it's and, and put out in the market. Oh, yeah, there's definitely some uh, wax molds being made currently. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so head over to FOCO. Check them out at FOCO.com, F-O-C-O, or check on the link in the description below. And as a special thank you for our CHGO listeners, use the promo code CHGO at checkout, and you're going to get 10% off all non-presale items. That's FOCO, F-O-C-O. Somebody asked earlier if my new shed is going to be full of FOCO stuff. No, uh, it's going to be full of Halloween decorations and crap <laughs> we can't fit in the house. <laughs> That's what a shed's for. Yes. That's the, the purpose of well, it. Well, when you get a house that doesn't have a basement, you got to buy a storage that shed. That shed is beautiful. Let's throw all of our crap in it. Yep. yep. Just, yeah. It's going to be full of holiday decorations and useless stuff that we just can't part with for whatever reason. I love there it. There you go. I need one, too. Uh, I need a shed, too. I feel like maybe Windy City has an idea. Windy City Hockey says, Foco has Blackhawks suit jackets ready for the draft. Uh, uh, if you guys want to wear a suit jacket in Nashville in Hell, June, that's, uh, that's, go for it. I will not be doing I think, that. I think they might pull our credentials if we walk up to the to the Bridgestone <laughs> Arena wearing those. Yeah, um, and I doubt they come in my size. Mario probably can get one. I don't know Lawrence what, can get one. I don't we, think they come. Are we in my doing size. shows at like the the place you're staying? Like, what's the Do deal? Do we want to have this conversation now or after? Yeah, the show? I think so. I think uh, we to be determined. I, I was just gonna say like because if it's air conditioned, maybe there's a reason for it. That's all mm. I'm gonna say. I mean, we we are gonna be in Nashville for the week of the draft. Definitely gonna be hot, so I get why you wouldn't want to walk around. Nashville we'll be doing we'll be doing some shows live from Nashville. Sites to be determined. Mm-hmm. We're hopefully gonna be doing some. Uh, Get together, maybe some happy hours. We'll have some sort with, of uh, CHGO diehard yeah. meetup. Yeah, so if you guys, if anybody's heading down to Nashville for the big draft, I mean, we're definitely going to try and get together. I just, I'm just spitball, but maybe you crash that pontoon party with PHNX wearing those Blackhawk suit jackets and the banana hammocks from FOCO. I don't Unfortunately, know. Unfortunately, I think that party is happening during day two of the draft where we will yeah. still be working. We're, we're, we're going to actually cover what our team does <laughs> instead of partying. So, uh, yeah, we're going to. Day two is going to be nuts. That's going to be more work than Never. anything. I mean, yeah, that's good. They got a million picks. Allegedly. A lot yeah. of picks. They might, yeah. They're either going to make a million picks or make a million trades. Uh, one it's way or another, fun. though, if you're going to be in Nashville, you'll be able to find us and hang out with us for a while. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, we're not having any sort of like, as far as we know, at this moment, like big, like ticketed 
outings or anything like that. But there might be a meetup or something before the draft begins. Yeah, we're we're Plan, looking. Plans looking. will be finalized, and we will get the information out there as much as possible. Yep. Location. Uh, what what is the what's the acronym? Time. TBD. TBD. No, not TBD. Uh, what is it? Place. I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> Coming. I we'll let you know. The, to be determined? It's some sort of acronym. No, it's like... Player to be named later? I'll figure it out. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Get back to us. Bo- on bottom line is, once we have a couple places <laughs> locked down, we're gonna, we'll, we'll let you know where you can come find us, and we'll hang out together in Nashville and celebrate all things Connor Bedard. Sounds good to me. Uh, can we oh, also celebrate... I, you get it? It's... Yeah. It's, what is it? Nope. It's not for the show. <laughs> Never mind. I was thinking of something else, and it doesn't apply. Okay. Never mind. This is a non-payoff show. I love show. it. I love it. You ever seen Dirty Work? Go see it. I figured out what it was. I'm not going to say it. Yep. <laughs> you have to show your feet now. Yeah. By the way, I hope That's I did fine. not spoil Dirty Work for anyone. Um, what but is it? I, I mean, if you I've haven't never s- seen it. I know that I mean, Norm MacDonald and uh, Artie, Artie Lang, Lang are in it. I've Bob just never Saget seen it. Bob directed it or wrote it. He had a role in it. It is, is that where he's? Is that the scene where he's like up on stage and the guy's like, "I seen him." No, no. no that was. Uh, oh, this is great. That is a scene from um, not Days and Confused, uh, the other Stoner movie. Um, Half baked. Half baked. Half baked. Yeah. When okay. He's the, uh, this guy's up here for weed. <laughs> yeah. Dirty Work is the best worst movie of all time. I've heard that uh, applied to that. Don't movie don't watch it with the kids. With the kids. That's kid. fine. Yeah. yeah. Or I do, do this, it I do this thing now. Can... I do this thing now where so much of my day is like, you know, take care of my daughter, come to work, go home, take care of my daughter, hang out with my wife, hang out with my dog. That when it's like bedtime for everybody, I'm just like, no, nah, I'm going to stay up till like 1 a.m. because now I get time for myself. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm going to bed at 1 a.m. Mario time. It's, yeah. it's, that makes sense. I'm, I get it. I'm like, I think there's a term for it called like, like stealing time. Or something like that, like time theft yeah. for myself. Yeah, I should be going to bed earlier than I do, yeah. but it's it's like, hey, like I, I want to watch, you know, shows I want to watch. Yeah, play video games. I'm or with you. Just scroll on Instagram for hours upon hours. I did um, once the uh, the draft lottery was won. I did start an NHL 23 uh, playoff series. I got to the Cup final against Detroit, and I got swept. Oof. Shame. As the Blackhawks? Ugh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Not good. For shame. And I was Detroit up 3 nothing in game four. Yeah. <laughs> You're up 3 nothing in the series? 3 nothing in game four. Oh, in game four. Oh. And lost 4-3. I think it's that computer-generated bullshit where it tries to keep it close. Yeah. It all of that. a sudden, my goalie has no legs. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's an NHL glitch, too. Game <laughs> score. <laughs> yeah. That's Peter Morazic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, Sutter Blooming goal, so there you go. Um, but, yeah, it's you're right on that. Borrowing time from the next day, mm-hmm. it'll catch up with you soon. Yeah, soon. I used to be that way. <laughs> now it's like, oh, I'm gonna stay up and do something, and then 10:35 comes around. I'm like, nope, I'm going to bed. Uh, Charlie know. says my stealing time is bacon time. I know I'm coming down soon. You better be. Speaking of bacon time, yeah. when is it bacon time in this office? Let's go. Yeah, or, ne- or next time you're uh, you're visiting uh, family on the North Shore, let me know there, Charlie. I got uh, I got some requests. Another reason to try and fast forward to the season. The return of pocket bacon. Got to get right. pocket bacon. Yeah, pocket bacon. Pocket is key. bacon's got to come back. Yep, it's, it's it was a lifesaver on a couple of those really awful nights. Yes, mm, bacon flavored lifesavers. 
I would try that. Yeah, I would, I would eat those. Yeah, bacon flavored that. anything, I'm down. Instead of root beer barrels, they're, they're bacon barrels. Ooh, I, did Ooh. Like I loved a root beer barrel. Root beer barrels are, are fantastic. Yeah. You know who else is fantastic? Who? Matthew Kachuk. He sure he is. is. He is. He is the bacon of hockey players. And they couldn't do this without the assistant coaching prowess of Tuomo Rutu. That's the, Let's not lose sight of real what's really been the difference for the Panthers. And mm-hmm. Jamie Compton, isn't he on that? Is he the Panthers? It doesn't matter. I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah I think you're is. right. Yeah. I keep seeing him. I'm like, hey, I remember that guy. Yeah. Remember how the everything was going so well for the Hawks that for a period of time the most maligned man was Jamie Compon? Yeah. This assistant coach <laughs> hey, is we not gotta good enough. we got to get this enough. guy out of here. <laughs> when things that are going, was the Hawks' yeah. biggest issue. Look at how really he holds well. the whiteboard. Get him out of here. When things oh are going God. really well and you start nitpicking your assistant uh-huh. coaching staff yes. and, like, your seventh you know, defenseman. team's real deep in everything, but I'm not sure about this Compon guy. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you we see were... the ties he wears back there? <laughs> Get this guy out of here. Oh, my God, the spoils. Mm. It's like our DNVR fan, friends. It's like, man, this that season that last season was a drag. Like, was it? No. I mean, <laughs> was it frustrating season? You got to appreciate, appreciate <laughs> yeah. There's still some really good hockey played yeah, in between all the have, injuries. Yeah. yeah, I think you forgot what a drag a hockey season can be. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I'm hoping the people in Florida are appreciating the uh, – the run that their Panthers are on, I, and I would uh, I'm expecting our uh, thank you fruit basket anytime soon from the, uh, from the people of Florida. A lot of oranges in that basket. I'm hoping yeah. for because yeah. if they if if the Blackhawks don't beat the Penguins, um, Florida might not even be here. Florida would be decked out in their pins and aces out on yep. the golf course for a whole month. I wonder if Bill Zito would have gotten that uh, GM of the Year award yeah. nomination had they not even made the playoffs. What a what a job he did yeah. squeaking into the playoffs with the help of other teams. Way to go! Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> having a forty point difference between one season to the other. Way to GM making that trade though for Chuck, man. That was it's paying off now. Pretty that good. T- that took some for balls sure. to make that trade when you're taking your. You're trading away your your franchise, all-time leading franchise scorer, who's still in the prime of his career, mm-hmm. coming off like back-to-back heart trophy-worthy seasons, and you trade him? And your second-best defenseman. And your second-best defenseman. And look, at the time, a lot. I, I'll point to thought myself. We looked at that trade and said, Calgary got better. Yeah. Trading Matthew Kachuk because of all the pieces they brought in. But when the playoffs come, man, that dude, he's he's unrivaled. He is a throwback he reminds me of, like, the Ronick Chelios days, the true power forward who can score and carry a team. Mm-hmm. There haven't been a lot of those be, lately. Be physical, have, you know, a little bit of edge, a little bit of personality, too. Like, yeah. It's nice It's nice to see that in, in, in a player. And I, I think it's cool. And forgive me if I said this on the show before. Sometimes I, I talk so much hockey, I don't remember where I said stuff. <laughs> but there's something fun about an unexpected run. Yeah. You know, where you're just kind of like, and I wonder too, like, as a fan, are Florida fans like, let's just go. Like, let's just have fun. Let's enjoy this. Or are they still as stressed out as we were when the Hawks were expected to win during the playoff runs? I, I think as it goes on, yeah. you probably get to that point again. But, man, it'd be fun to just have, like, a run like the Panthers where no one saw it coming. Well, I mean. It's fun. It's fun to watch. They have to be having fun because, one, the expectation of getting in the playoffs wasn't realized until the final week of the season. You're welcome. Then you upset the Bruins. Then you upset the Maple Leafs in dramatic fashion. And now you're up 3 nothing on, uh, on, on a Carolina team that a lot of people, again, 
were, were picking over you. Um, no pressure. These two did. Not this guy. Uh, uh, I picked them to beat the Maple Leafs, pals. All right. You, well, uh, I was let's, the only let's one go. Who did that. Let's let's run back to tape and who who on on this series. I'm talking about All this right. series. It ain't over yet. But I anyway, picked, <laughs> I picked the Hurricanes in seven. That mathematically <laughs> could still happen. That's you true. never know. Um, but yeah, I mean, like when when the expectations are not to be a cup contender and kind of just be like, well, the expectations are you're going to get waxed in the first round, and then you're on the verge of sweeping your way into the final. It's got to be a lot. It's got to be tons of the fun to anxiety meters got to be a little bit more in the fun, uh, the fun category for sure. Because even if like they collapse here and they lose this series or they lose in the Stanley Cup final, I don't think you're going to you're going to be if you're a a diehard Panthers fan, you'll be disappointed. But you're not going to be like your heart's not going to get ripped out because. I'm sure, like most of us, when they were down three-one, the Boston, they were like, "Well, all right, yeah. we got in a couple extra they, they games." They got one, yeah, yeah. And then you know it builds and builds. The expectations have never been there, so you can't really be like heartbroken when you never expected it in the first place. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they they got to be riding this, uh, enjoying this ride. This is the crazy thing. I mean, I picked both series to go seven. I think we. I picked it to go seven. Both picked both series. I think you may have picked Dallas in six. Yeah. But we all expected, and now we get, might get two sweeps, and that just blows my it's mind. crazy. Though, outside of last night's game in Dallas, you know, both of those first two games go to overtime. This series, both games go to overtime. They play the sixth longest game in NHL mm-hmm. history. Then game two goes to overtime. Game three is a one nothing game. Like, it's, yeah, there's those games were right. It could very easily be 3 nothing Carolina. Uh, but it's yeah. just the Panthers have... Whatever it is, they got it. that mojo. They got that. It is Sergei Bobrovsky. It is Sergei Bobrovsky that playing the best Richard. he's played in. Nobody's complaining about many that years now. Not not currently. No, I don't think. <laughs> and if again, just like with Vegas, if Sergei Bobrovsky wins the Conn Smythe shortly after parading the Stanley Cup around the ice, no one's going to complain about that contract ever again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I I think At least they the, shouldn't. They shouldn't. Yeah. I mean, is it? Does it justify the contract? No, but are they here without him? No. Yeah. Like it's 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 kind of a double-edged sword, but man, like they should trade him at the draft. Sure. Matt, yeah. All those people that said the Blackhawks should take on that contract last year. I mean, does that mean the Hawks would be ready to win the Stanley Cup if we had him? Mm, yes. <laughs> no, well cuz no, cuz his regular season right, no. wasn't good. I mean, this it's it's incredible to see such a polar opposite career that he's had where it's been he's a two-time Vezina winner, and then he's sub 900 in other years, like yeah. just completely hot well, and cold. Well, weird. And and you look at you know two teams that have had stellar goaltending are are on the cusp of being in the cup cup final with Bobrovsky in Florida and the gang of merry men in Vegas. Yeah, like, whichever Vegas gold night you want to put the <laughs> helmet yeah, on. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And 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 it's you know, and you look at uh, Jake Ottinger. Like how much hype was on him coming into the into the playoffs, and he's he's helped get Dallas to this point. But he's he's a sub nine hundred in the playoffs, yeah. like, and I I'm I'm shocked by that. So it, it just kind of goes to so show you in the postseason, you can ride a hot goalie. You can you know if you have a defensively sound team, which Florida wasn't in the regular season, but turned it on in the postseason, and then you get a, a vintage performance from Sergey Bobrovsky. Like man, like it's. A lot of things have gone their way, and they they and a lot of things that they've created as well. They're creating their own luck. We, 
Sorry. Oh, we got, just we got uh, Steve, a uh, big Panthers fan and a Hawks fan in the chat. He says, the Cats Achilles heel was shaky goaltending, mm-hmm. shaky defense, and a lack of discipline. Too many penalties. Bob getting hot and Russ swallowing whistles have helped. <laughs> he goes on to say, we're playing with house money at this point. However, after the President's Cup last year and early departure from the playoffs, expectations were high going into the season. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that's that's true. Like th- People sort of wrote them off after a couple early exits. But they did win the President's Trophy last year. Yep. Yeah. Like, and you look at this roster and you talk about the, the depth of the Golden Knights, Florida's got it too. And a lot of these guys coming back next year too. I mean, their free agents are Giovanni Smith, or Giovanni Smith, Colin White, Eric Stahl, 38 years old, uh, Lucas Carlson, Casey Fitzgerald, Radko Gudis, and Mark Stahl. It is pretty crazy that a team that has both Radko Gudis and Mark Starr on their blue line are one win away from the Stanley Radko Gudis is playing a big role for them. It's well, weird. He does what he, he does. He's not a he, defensive wizard, but he will beat the shit out of you if, he is if you a, let him. He is a postseason defenseman. Yeah, when his, the whistles go away, yes. he becomes effective. Yeah. yeah. His style of play is definitely mm-hmm. made for playoff hockey as opposed to the regular season. But, I mean, just think of the, the Panthers – and like you, you, you mentioned that the teams that are one win away from getting to the Stanley Cup final, and it's not the Andre Vasilevskis or the Igor Shosturkins or the Ilya Sorokin. It's not the the elite goaltenders. Now Sergei Bobrovsky was one Used of to those be. guys. Yeah, but he was on that list. He's before. being paid. Being to be paid one as of those one of guys. them. Yeah. And now he is one again. Again, all of a sudden. But look at what happened this year. I mean, they were ready. To, it was ready to be Spencer Knight's team. Mm-hmm. And then he had to leave the team for his for his issues. Yeah. And then it's Alex Lyon coming out of nowhere, and he was your goaltender, your starting goaltender at the yeah, start. Yeah, he of started the, the postseason. And now here comes Sergey Borowski, just comes in and just been a stud. The the guy, this is the guy that we saw in Columbus win the Vesna, uh, knock out the Tampa Bay Lightning in the in the first round of the playoffs. Like he's been incredible. It's just such a great story, and there's been a lot of comparisons, and. I get it, but a lot of comparisons to the 2012 Kings, um, you know, eight yeah. seeds, nobody nobody expected. They're winning on the road. The Kings actually hold – that 2012 Kings team holds the record for most road wins in a playoff uh, run at 10. So the, the Panthers have a chance. And, yeah, it, it is kind of – I get the comparisons of the eight seed knocking out the President's Trophy winner because that was the Canucks in 2012. Mm-hmm. But the Kings really came out of nowhere. Yeah. Were the Panthers, they were the President's Trophy winner last year. Yeah. They were some expectations. They underachieved. That's why they were in the eighth seed in the first place. Um, but I get, you know, the upsets and all that stuff, but the, this Panthers team on paper is better than that 2012 Kings team. That t- Kings team really came out of nowhere. Now, that oh, yeah. team established itself after 2012, mm-hmm. but it, going into the season, there, that season, there wasn't a whole the lot of hype around wasn't the there. Well, you see, the, that's the thing. Yeah, and, like, you could look at look back at, like, you know, the, the 09 or 2010 Hawks and be like, wow, they were stacked. But, like, a lot of those guys at the time were not considered that. Right? right, like Dustin Bufflin was still kind of an unknown quantity, and Versteeg was an unknown quantity, and like the 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 2009 team was very much getting to the conference final was very much like wow, look at where the, how overachieving this team, uh, you know, what they what they accomplished getting to the Western Conference final, and then yeah, the the 2010 team had big expectations, um, but yeah, it was still a lot of that run was a lot of players becoming their legend. Yeah, you know. Right. 
Uh, by the way, you mentioned like Gudis being a playoff defender. That Mark Eaton uh, interview with uh, NBC, the Sports Talk, mm-hmm. uh, Blackhawks Talk podcast, he said, I think he mentioned Colin Frazier said you need two rosters. You basically need a regular season team and a playoff team, mm-hmm. right? It's like yeah, two different kind of mindsets. It's right. Different kinds of hockey. Yeah. It's, right. it's, it's completely right. It's, it's why, um, you know, those, those, those kinds of players uh, get moved at the deadline. You know, if they're on teams that aren't, con- if there are players like that on teams that aren't contending and there's, there's a contender that needs someone who's going to, you know, play that style, they go out and do it. The, the Tampa Bay thought Tanner Janot was going to be able to be, be like that. Um, and, and, you know, Gudis, like it's, he's, he's a complete putt on the ice, but when, you know, when your team has him, you love him because he does, he does what he does um, in the, in the postseason. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's physical. He'll get in guys' faces. He'll, you know, throw a elbow or a butt end of a stick when people aren't yeah, he'll looking. He'll, he'll, he'll play in the dirt for you. And Racco Gudis, have you ever caught, like when either when he's been either been mic'd up or uh, like an interview with him, his voice does not match <laughs> his look and the way he plays. He's got like a high pitched voice. Well, high it's pitch. it's like the first time I heard his voice, I was like, "Is the video on like a weird speed here?" Like I was like, "That was not the sounds I was expecting to come out of his mouth." Yeah, I was expecting like an Av- I- Ivan Drago like kind a big, of voice, gruff, <laughs> like gruff European yeah, voice. But uh, yeah. no, it, that's a great point by Colin Frazier about the play. You need those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why I think your your soon to be favorite Blackhawk uh, S- Samuel Savoy could be a Savoie could be a one of those playoff type players mm-hmm. if he, if he gets to this level. Well, um, the guy we started talk, started started the show talking about. Yeah, he was is that kind of a dude. Yeah, he was and the Hawks kind of had those guys, you know, and they, they'll get those guys again, you know. You or you or you you need those guys that can go Adapt. from regular season. To playoff hockey, you know, the Hawks had plenty of those guys Dave too. Dave Bolin. Well, it's yeah. yeah well, you look at you know we've talked a lot about Bedard and Reichel and and Nazar and rightfully so. But you look at like the Greens and the Ludwinskis and the Ryder Ralstons maybe and guys of that level who can play that style of game that have a little bit of offense to them that can pump in a goal here or there. Um, and Savoie is a good example of mm-hmm. look, he's not going to be a scoring NHL player. But in a pinch, when it's his fourth line against a playoff team's fourth line, he's probably got more offensive ability than his opponent, yeah. right? And that's when you looked at, like, Marcus Kruger, who, had he been on 30 other teams in a league, would probably be a third center, maybe a 2C, maybe get some power play time. But here he was just a fourth line penalty killer, shut down def- defending center, mm-hmm. and that's – that that – that flexibility role. of the roster yeah. is also a thing that Eaton talked about and Donahue has talked about it and Davidson's talked about it. You need guys that can do everything. Yep. And I'm really interested to see, aside from Connor Bedard, what they're going to draft this year. Mm-hmm. I, I would lean towards they're going to look for some more size and some more of those gritty sandpaper kind of players. And even who they trade for this summer. Yeah. Yep. Or sign this summer. It's yeah. going to be really interesting. And, and, and it kind of goes to that... Uh, that notion of you know kind of the the team identity and, and culture that wants to be established under under Luke Richardson as as a head coach, and we've we've saw it last season like guys that kind of play with that similar mentality style and and 
uh, you know, dedication to the game that that he did. A lot of those a lot of those guys kind of fit fit that mold are coming into the organization, and it's going to be interesting to see, like you said, like who they trade for, who they draft. You know, this this mentality of of speed, work ethic, um, all of you know, high character, all of that uh, that Davidson's instilling and, and Richardson's instilling is really uh, interesting to see where they where they go from here. Yep, he's got his building block. He's got his foundational player in Bedard. I think we're going to get a better idea. We got a we got a pretty decent idea of of the kind of team Kyle Davidson wants to build with last year's draft. This year we're going to get an even better like mm-hmm. without a shadow of a doubt this is the type of play yeah. team he wants to have. You know, we get asked questions, what kind of systems are Luke Richardson going to run when this team is ready to compete again? We're going to have a better idea with last year's draft class and then this upcoming draft class of exactly what we can expect by the type of players that keep getting added to the yeah. to the system. Can't wait. And we're very close to the draft. And when it comes on, you could watch it and all sorts of live sports on Fubo TV. You get 140 plus live channels of sports, shows, movies, and news. You can stream live TV from any device, and you can watch the most Chicago sports for the lowest price. Go to FuboTV.com slash CHGO. You can start watching immediately with a seven-day free trial. There's no contract. There's no cable. There's no hassle. Just sign up and start watching. You'll get 1,000 hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge. You can watch your local teams all traveling. Don't forget the WNBA has tipped off. The NHL playoffs are underway. NBA playoffs are underway. Cubs and Sox, more on that. And then at F1, UFC, there is so much to watch on Fubo TV. And if you're a Cub fan, it is the only place for streaming to watch Marquee Sports Network. So check them out, FuboTV.com slash CHGO. Use the link in our description to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Hey, uh, if you want or if you like what you are hearing and reading and seeing from us here at CHGO, and you want to make sure that you keep seeing and reading and hearing the good things from us here at CHGO, become a diehard. Support us and the best Chicago sports talk, sports writing, sports content on the planet. Uh, We got podcasts and live shows for every uh, team in the city, every major professional team in the city. We got you covered. Us here with the Blackhawks. I'd say the solar system. Maybe the galaxy. Maybe, yeah. You could say, we are are we like the Chicago Guardians of the Galaxy? Sure. Sure. I like that. Maybe. Sure. Yeah, there you go. There's an idea. <laughs> I don't know. Some people in Cleveland might not be upset with that. that ah. <laughs> ah. Oh, well. well. They lost 6 nothing today. Let Screw them cry. Uh, yeah, become a diehard at uh, allchgo.com. Get access to all of the best content, written, audio. You get access to the uh, diehard-only Discord channels where you can uh, chat it up with all of our diehards uh, across the board. You got the Blackhawks show that you're obviously w- watching and listening to right now. Bears, Bulls. Uh, Cubs, White Sox, who just won. Um, we got the Sky, the Red Stars, uh, Chicago Fire. We got our betting show. If you want to listen yeah. to Sean and, and Cody and their betting advice, and the uh, do it at Chicago your own sports uh, podcast. Don't yeah, that yeah. one. The Chicago CHO Sports Weekly. Like, we got them all. Hey, we're so big. Richard Dent wants to come and hang out here. Hell yeah, yeah that was pretty awesome. That was awesome. Picked Boy, the wrong he... day to take the day off. I would have yeah. definitely been in the studio. <laughs> As I that. stepped out of the elevator, he was stepping in. There you go, sag machine. 
I was very impressed by how he could bad. rattle off the. I know it's an old score joke. Oh right, yes, um, yes. sorry. Remember the score? Um, but he really. rattled off draft picks. Yeah, I saw that on TikTok. That was pretty amazing. That, that freaking draft the Bears had that when they drafted Richard Dent. Maybe the greatest. The 80, ever. Oh my god! Was it Eighty-three draft yeah, class. Yeah. yeah, Willie Gall, Mark Bortz, Mark Bortz, Covert, uh, Covert, and Dewar- Richard Dent. Yeah, Mike Richardson, Richard. Like they got and literally like eight starters of a Super Bowl team in Dent one. Dent was draft. in round seven. Yeah, yeah, pretty crazy. crazy. All right, here, Covert, Hall of Fame, Willie Galt, Mike Richardson, Dave Duerson, Tom Thayer, Pat Dunsmore, bum, Richard Dent, Hall of Famer, Mark Bortz, Rob Fada, Mark. He's not your Fada. Zavagnin, don't know him, Anthony Hutchinson, Gary Worthy, and Oliver Williams. But those first they got three, eight. They got three of their five <laughs> starting linemen of a Super Bowl team in one draft. That's Damn. insane. That's insane. Who that was, that was uh, what's the who was the GM at the time? That was um, Jerry Venisi. Is that who it was? Was it? Uh, it's not, I, let's I, see I, more team info. Uh, Sir Richard Dent was not. Uh, Jerry Venisi. Jerry Venisi. That's correct. <laughs> so he was the Mike Smith offensive yeah. scheme. Smash mouth. That's exactly what it says on the Bears page. <laughs> Very cool. That's but, awesome. Yeah, yeah that but, was yeah, impressive. But with the diehard subscription, you're going to get access to all the exclusive written material on, on the site from our baseball beats, all of our other beats as well. You're going to get a free shirt. You get to pick out any one of our awesome dope merchandise items yeah. available. You can get, you get uh, a free shirt every bears. year upon renewal. Yep. You get 20% off all merch anytime you want to buy and events too. Mm-hmm. So anytime we do some of our cool tailgates, our, our uh, stadium takeovers, Happy hours, those Zoom happy calls. Happy yeah, hours. You get uh, access to our members-only Discord, which has been very talkative of late, at least in the Blackhawks channel. You get to chat with other diehards and yeah. your favorite podcast hosts, and and also me. Yes, and uh, <laughs> we're going to do we're going to do another happy hour <laughs> soon, uh, where we get together on on Zoom and. Uh, just us taking your questions, hanging out for an hour or so. We're, we're going to do that before the draft because um, why not? You know, it's stuff to talk about. So, stuff to uh, talk about. Become a diehard. You're not going to regret it at and all. And you get a cool little card. Yeah. And Is it in that box? Yeah, a nice box right there. In a yeah. box. Everybody hey. likes a good box. You can put stuff in the box and then put this box in your shed. Yes. It all comes full circle. See, there it is. All right. We are back tomorrow, 2 o'clock, 2.30. We're going to talk to Hawks analyst Colby Cohen who's got some strong thoughts on the uh, Hawks' decision to take development camp off ice and just all things Blackhawks with Colby. So he'll jump on at 2.30, but we're on at 2 with stuff and things. Got some hockey to react to. Give it, give it 24 yeah. hours, as we, as we say in Someone will say summer. something stupid. Someone might say something stupid, or there will be more some off-season tidbits and news and notes to get into, or, hey, we, we can always talk about this kid, right? Yes. Always can, can talk about him. And I saw Gravely Diggs asking about Austin Watson. We're going to do the whole what? which restricted free agents should come back and which shouldn't show very, very soon. So we'll get you. We promise. Austin Thanks for Austin. watching. Thanks no. for listening. No. Thanks for smashing that like button for us. And please, 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 please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to offset all the one-star reviews we'll be getting today. Sure. For defending a sexual assault victim. We'll talk to you. Tomorrow at 2 on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.